Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Rob, before yes, we throw it to you, I need to voice an opinion. Yeah, preach, my brother. First of all, do you remember at, say, 9 o'clock last Saturday in the States? I guess that's, mm-hmm. what, uh, 2 o'clock? Yeah. England? Yeah. Everybody was really mad at Pep Guardiola. Because yeah. last minute... Jesus is dropped and Sterling is dropped. Mm-hmm. So everybody's real mad. Real Fast mad. Forward, I was mad. Right? I'm sure. So was I also at Sterling. Fast forward about 60 minutes and Lukaku has done nothing mm-hmm. and Aguero has scored. So everybody mm-hmm. is now saying Lukaku to Aguero. Lines up perfectly. Super easy to do. Everybody should go do that. As if they forgot what had literally happened an hour earlier. This is one of the most infuriating things I have ever experienced in the FPL community. The fact that literally 90 plus percent of owners were upset with Pep Guardiola and his team selection. And then an hour later, we're all saying that you need to bring in a Manchester City striker. (laughs) Blew my mind. Obviously, Aguero launches up ownership. Everybody's talking about how great a call this is, neglecting the fact that they play on Tuesday. And then what happened Tuesday? Aguero, Jesus, and Sterling all played 90 minutes. Sterling and Aguero played 120 minutes, pretty much destroying any chance of them actually playing at the weekend. And this is why I was so frustrated then and feel so validated now because it was always going to go this way. And the fact that so many people knew what would happen and then did it anyway out of, I don't know, optimism is insane to me. Now that I've ranted on this, I have a feeling like because you said you transferred early that you may have brought in one of these players. What do you have to say for yourself? Um... We've said it a thousand and one times. Pep Guardiola hates your fantasy team. He there does. Is, there is just no way around it. And yes, I was one of the ones that was just completely, nah, there's no way Aguero's going to see full match time in this game, let alone almost a match and a half time in this where they're struggling against Wolfhampton and takes it to extra kicks. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. I'm fantasy befuddled right now. The the Caribou Club, the Caribou Cup, the the swamp cow the the, the, the Caribbean uh, cup the the Billy Ocean sponsored Caribbean queen <laughs> you know Caribbean queen now I'm tearing your FPL dreams boom yeah it's the stupid swamp cow cup this came up and took a big old steamy dump on week ten ah 
And and it's, and it's funny, you know, you're going to get into a list of, of other useful and, and vital FPL players that we're going to talk about that played 60-plus minutes. And there's a good list. And guess what? There's more teams to play tomorrow. Chelsea still plays, well, today when you're listening to this. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, there's and other... And Tottenham. And Tottenham. So there's still teams to play that are going to have an impact on your your fantasy teams. So so stick right here for the next couple of minutes. Me and Kevin, we're getting real as real could be. We're going to pull out verbs and adjectives and maybe put them in a sentence. What maybe about nouns, though? But put them, maybe we might we might put them before the predicate, maybe after the predicate, and maybe go on a whole tangent of sentences that maybe don't even make sense. You know what? That does sound like us. Um, as Rob said, I'm about to run through the players that played 60-plus minutes, so buckle up. We'll go in reverse order. So that you know the players least likely to play. Aguero and Sterling, already name-dropped them. Both played two hours of football. Um, not very optimistic. Either will get the start. Uh, although, to be fair, Bernardo did play a lot of minutes, but you assume Wait. Sané, who came on as a substitute. Uh, you know there's one thing we need? We need a soundboard. We need like a soundboard for like a, a dope. <laughs> like an old-school shock jock. Like, like a dope. <laughs> Aguero, Aguero, Aguero. Oh, man in the box, you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good. Or we could just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we say something. <laughs> we need like a stupid clown horn. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> good. Freaking ridiculous. This game week 10 has just gone off the rails already. We're five minutes into this podcast. And, <laughs> and five already, days from these matches. <laughs> we're already infuriating ourselves and every listener here. <laughs> um, so yeah, 120 minutes for Aguero and Sterling. People that played 90 minutes or thereabouts. So like 85 plus really for most of these. Uh, Gabriel Jesus played till about the end of the regulation there. Um, Alfie Mawson, Chris Smalling, Anthony Martial, Charlie Daniels, uh, Adam Smith, Holding, Awobi, Loftus Cheek for anybody that was holding on, Van Anholt and Maguire. They all played full matches. I'd give them all yellow little <laughs> exclamation points and triangles. And then played 60 minutes, Rashford and Herrera for United. Uh, as Rob already mentioned, Tottenham and Chelsea yet to play uh, as we record this. It's, it's just, it's it's a lot. Uh, I, I know a lot of people still probably riding the Charlie Daniels train uh, in particular. And then the fact that both Jesus and Aguero played 120 minutes is awful. You assume that means Jesus is going to start. But this is why it was so strange that they just shipped off Ihe and Nacho. Mm-hmm. Because they removed any possibility for a third option. <laughs> I know you've said in the past you think Sterling could could do all right up front, but we've just never seen it. So I don't know how yeah. you could be confident in that. And he also played 120 minutes. And I, I just think this is very, very strange from Pep Guardiola. But it's expected weirdness. Yeah. It's it's expected unexpectedness. Oh, it's that totally. Sense. It totally is. Um, it's, it's. I know one thing for certain is I know David Silva's playing a full ninety on Saturday. That is very very true. Probably Sane as well, who only had to yeah. play thirty minutes of that. Stones had to come on as a sub. Walker had to come on as a sub because they used their extra sub rule, which some people may not know. In the Pirates of the Caribbean Cup, <laughs> you can now use a fourth substitution if you go into extra time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a city in particular are just going to be a fantasy mess this week. But as you say, Silva Sane, probably fine. Walker, probably fine. Stones, probably will be fine. Everyone else. Odomendi will be fine. Odomendi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Odomendi should be fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, he didn't even, uh, show up, I guess. Um, but yeah, every, everywhere else on this pitch, I'm throwing up question marks. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a conundrum, is what it is. This is this is the reason why you should not transfer early, Rob. <laughs> yep, 
that that will happen again <laughs> I, I was just so surprised that so many people it, 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 listen i i don't begrudge you individually because it seemed to be the prevailing wisdom yeah. that everybody was switching to Lukaku and Aguero. I was just very, very bemused and perplexed as to how that became the prevailing wisdom. Um, there have obviously been price changes. Uh, Aguero, I assume, has made uh, some headway, uh, unfortunately, for people bringing him in now. Uh, who else joined him on those uh, price ups and price downs? Uh, it's been an early buyer's market. I guess people don't really care what happens in the, the uh, Caribou Cup. Uh, on the ups, we'll start in goal. It's uh, Rob Elliott and Fraser Forster gone up. Two goalies in one week going up is is a thing, I guess, this week because it's the first time this year that two goalies have gone up in the same week. Uh, on defense, Montreal has gone up. Stephen Ward has gone up. Nicholas Otamende, the aforementioned, has gone up. Dan- uh, Antonio Valencia, Maya Yoshida, and Kieran Trippier have gone up on defense. Uh, through the midfield, Pascal Gross, Raheem Sterling has gone up. Leroy Sané has gone up. Uh, the... Uh, the moniker EMCM has gone up. Chupa Moting has gone up. Uh, Abdoulaye Ducore has gone up for Watford. Richarlson has also gone up for Watford. I'm going to leave this one for last because I, I, I'm just writing how I wrote it. Murata has gone up. Uh, Tammy Abraham has gone up. My twin twin girls, Mame Biram Doof, has gone up. And <laughs> the prince of the FPL ball, Sergio Aguero, with all these early transfers, has gone up twice. Twice. Yeah. With all the hype that people just automatically dumping on Lukaku because they face Spurs this week. <clears throat> so, 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 Kevin, now, if you're looking at this now, knowing that Aguero has played, are you more confident in looking at, like, a Rumelo Lukaku, knowing that he's facing a, a top three defense in Spurs, knowing what, what we've seen from Lukaku, and he's kind of had some blanks here and there, and he's showing what, you know, the old Everton blue Lukaku is. <laughs> Are you are you confident in playing Lukaku now, knowing that there's possibilities of you know, you know a city sh- Schadenfreude going on right now that <laughs> that uh, Aguero may sit, Jesus is lying in the weeds, you know. So are you confident playing Lukaku now if you're a Lukaku owner? Um, I currently am a Lukaku owner, but don't expect to be much longer. To be fair, of course, in the template, if. You, for some reason, missed that Lukaku kind of struggled at the weekend. And you, I think you mentioned last week that it looked like Lukaku was hitting one of those uh, downturns where the effort just isn't really there, uh, which happens for him from, from mm-hmm. time to time. Um, obviously, you would have wanted to get rid. But now, if you still own him, you, you have to be feeling a lot better than if you had Aguero. Um, would I like him against Tottenham? No. I personally think that I'm, I'm probably going to be transferring him out this week. Um but if you kept him, I wouldn't be mad about it. I mean, Tottenham have not kept nearly as many clean sheets as they have in the past. And Tottenham have never, <laughs> weird, bizarre stat, Tottenham have not had the most clean sheets either of the last two seasons when they've conceded the fewest goals, mm-hmm. which, is, which is pretty strange. Um, Tottenham this season, five clean sheets out of, what, nine matches thus far? Nine, yeah. um, Which isn't bad. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, Lukaku got on the scoreboard here. It's a, a really interesting real football note that applies to fantasy is the fact that Lukaku has gone up against Alderweireld and Vertonghen. Uh, and I always think it's really interesting when players know each other really well. I know it's not really a thing in the Premier League, but it's like divisional rivals in American yeah. sports. Where yeah, you, just, yeah. you just see them a lot. And it could really go either way. 
Um, Luke, I, I think actually Davinson Sanchez is the best physical analog to Lukaku, but he could still he could still cause damage, and they have enough pace um, to undo us, as you saw with Salah last week. Liverpool didn't really threaten us for a lot of that match. But you, you get one chance to one of your pacier players, and they can just launch. Um, from them, it would probably be the wing backs for United. So, if you, if I have Lukaku, I will tell you, I I will likely sell him this week. But you mm-hmm. don't have to. If, if you think he can do well against this Tottenham team, which is within obviously realm of of possibility, um, then hold on to him. The matches for him aren't incredibly kind going forward. This is not exactly. Uh, new news, but you have Tottenham, Chelsea back to back. Then you have a few easy ones, and then you have Arsenal City again. Um, so if you want to sell, I get it. If you want to keep, I get it. Uh, if if you've survived the impulse <laughs> from <laughs> from the weekend, I'd say you may have already answered your own question. Yeah, I mean it's conundrums this week, man. Just things happening on top of things. Yeah. Also, Bad. oh, one one aside. <laughs> If you wanted to bring in a high-profile midfielder, which is another thing we talked about last week, yeah, with the Lukaku and Aguero issues, feel free for this to be the time you switch to two forwards and bring in a fourth or fifth midfielder that you really trust. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I think that's happened. Like Alexis got on got got on the uh, score sheet last week. Mm-hmm. Hazard is playing well now. Um, <laughs> Salah is just tearing everything up uh, at the moment. So I, I think, you know, if, if there's been a midfielder you're kind of eyeing and you aren't fond of these striker lineups, don't be afraid to cross lines of your team. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah. you can just as easily put that into your midfield. Definitely strengthen your three subs. This is a this is a game, if you're looking at and you own Aguero and you own Lukaku sitting against the Spurs fixture, even if you own Harry Kane looking at the United fixture, you know, this is a time that if you feel like you're you're solid up top and you have three or two even solid options, this is a time to... Look at your bench, and if you have enough funds in the bank, go to a playable option as a midfielder. Like if you have Matt Ritchie, go to a Richarlison. If you you know if you don't, don't have know. the money, I'm, I'm fine with Matt Ritchie right now. Well, I mean, he's doing all he's chances he, created in accurate crosses. He's all right, but you know what I'm saying. Like comparably, yeah. like if you wanted to, if you didn't feel comfortable with with Richie, you can go to Richarlison. Or if you need the money and you want to do some do a cheeky move, you do you know go bring in Decore or you know somebody yeah. somebody who's on the up in good form, you know. Basically, make your first sub look shiny and new, like not it's not so. It's like you on your bench is is Andy King mm. and uh, three two Burnley defenders, Loftus or, Cheek or <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, Long or whatever. You know, two guys who don't play, like Kieran Clark and and you know Chris Long from whatever his name is from uh, Burnley. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely strengthen your roster this week. You know, like like I just read off. It's 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 Tuesday, Wednesday when you listen to this, and I just wrote off 19 names that have gone up already. So people are hitting the the extreme panic button, and it's also because there was an extra day this week that transfers are are a little bit adjusted because the week did start on Friday this week with the West Ham fixture. So people had another day to think about their transfers, and as soon as the lo- the week locked, people jump on that transfer bandwagon. And as soon as Saturday hit, they saw what Aguero did, they see what Lukaku didn't do. And it's a it's a righteous move, and then Aguero goes up twice, and now we here we sit after he plays 120 minutes. But um, you know, say mm-hmm. la vie, say la vie, and then <laughs> we, we go to we go to price downs. Uh, I'll just read off the names. It's uh, Lacazette. Uh, believe it or not, Harry Kane has gone down from last week. He's now 12 12 seven, not 12 eight. Chicharito, Jesus has gone down because people just didn't buy into what he's doing and what Aguero is. It doesn't make it makes Jesus look like nothing. Lukaku's gone down. Believe it or not, Mo, Mo Salah's gone down. 
Uh, Henrik Victorian has gone down again. Uh, Della Ali has gone down even after he just scored. Uh, ben Davis has gone down. Eric Bailly has gone down. And the defensive prince, Marcus Alonso, has gone down again. Um, <clears throat> Kevin, do you, if, if, you're a, if there's Marcus Alonso owners out there, and there still are a ton of Mar- Marcus Alonso owners out there, he is one of the top-owned defenders. Bring that up in a sec. He's owned in 15.5% of leagues, which for defenders – is is a enormous amount of, of ownership. Yeah. You know, puts puts him fifth overall behind Hagazi, which I don't get. Ben Davis, which is gonna drop tremendously now. Odomende, Aspulqueta, and then Alonso at fifteen point five percent at the six dot nine price tag. If you're an Alonzo owner, and there's a lot of them, you know, fifteen point five percent of five million, that's quite a few people. Uh where are you looking, Kevin? Are you looking for someone who's in that, you know, Odomende, Aspulqueta? Valencia, Kyle Walker group, or are you punting completely down to like a Stephen Ward or, you know, somebody, somebody from the Southampton, Maya Yoshida, Virgil van Dyke, maybe you saw what you liked, um, you know, Cedric, are you doing, are you keeping a high price defender if you own Alonzo or are you, you know, allocating your funds to a lower level defender and then, you know, basically investing in midfield forward? Yeah, this is all hypothetical for me. I've I went pretty much cheap defenders across the board to start the season. Haven't changed it yet, uh, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little jealous of this uh, scenario. I think I'd like to stay with somebody big, um, specifically city defenders, uh, because I don't know when their tough matches are meant to be coming. Because if you look at their schedule, it still looks good through December. Um, and we've seen United just set up to defend before, so now you're through to mid-December. Then you just have Tottenham, and then it's fine till January first. Like, I, I genuinely does it feel like they've played a lot of big clubs? Because it doesn't particularly, particularly to me, and it doesn't really seem like they have any high on the horizon. I suppose everybody looks smaller when you're on top of the mountain, um, yeah, which they are. That's that's but, totally the case. In this, yeah, in this, um, they make everybody look better. Look at what look what Stoke did to Man United. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 this sounds so strange to think about considering, uh, recent history, but I think you have to own a city defender right now. Last week I talked about Kyle Walker, um, uh, whether or not he was the best, uh, fantasy defender in the game right now. Odomendi obviously took a huge step forward last week, clean sheet, goal, bonus. Um, that's always going to launch you up the charts pretty quickly there. Uh, but yeah, if I had Chelsea defensive shares, I'm probably switching over to City. And I again, I will never be tired of talking about this. If Chelsea could freaking defend, Aspilicueta would be the best fantasy defender right now. He is putting in, weirdly, loads of attacking impetus. He is one assist shy of his totals from last season. Yeah, He had one goal, six assists last season. He's already on one in five this, which is yeah. just nuts the, the season he's having right now yeah. um but you just can't invest till they start keeping those clean sheets but for now yeah i'm i'm i'd switch over to city i do love me uh steven ward you know i've been on the cedric bandwagon for like three years now to, to mixed results um trip I, C- mm-hmm. I was on the cedric bandwagon when he was cedric suarez <laughs> <laughs> right right that's so real <laughs> only 90s kids will know no only um, 90s. <laughs> i got the i got the rebuck pumps with cedric on them <laughs> Oh, I got the Air Cedric twos. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I would uh, prefer to to stick with a high price guy, probably a city guy, and I'm very envious if you're able to do that because uh, I've kind of punted that position, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I I if you're if you're a Marcus Alonso owner and you're looking for some you know clear path to enlightenment here, go go get go just do yourself a favor, go get Nicolas Odomente, see steal yourself a dollar. 
and then go invest it wherever you see fit. You know, you can buy four packs of gum for a dollar, I think, because I think juicy fruit is still a quarter. But uh, unfortunately, it doesn't help you in fantasy, but it helps your breath. So impress the ladies with good breath. Juicy fruit. Um, <laughs> Wait, juicy fruit is your point of reference there when it lasts all of 17 seconds? Well, it only costs a, cu- a quarter for five slices, you know? <laughs> slices. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get a slice of pizza. Like- no, juicy fruit, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that's real. Um, <laughs> you just go into a bodega. Like, what do you want? Yo, you got juicy fruit. Imagine if gum is sold in Lucy's. Yeah, can I get a Lucy a juicy fruit? <laughs> what do you want? Those, what do you want? A chopped cheese and a juicy fruit? <laughs> yeah, give me a give me a lucky strike and a a, a juicy fruit. <laughs> by, by the way, for those who don't know, they sell Lucy cigarettes in the United States, and they call them Lucy's. So you're yep. you're all caught up. Anybody who's <laughs> and also a chopped cheese is basically a cheesesteak, but with ground beef instead. It's in the Bronx. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, also, bodegas need to be more places. Yeah, they need more merchandise on their shelves too. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> that's a that's a whole that's a that literally is a whole conversation that we could yeah, have. Literally, and that's completely um, diluting the whole FPL fantasy train <laughs> that we're on right now. Like the thing about New York cuisine is the best ones are on the corner. Now, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we will take a quick break and be right back with starts and sets. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW. All right, and we are back in La Casa, in in the house, and Fuego, which means on fire, uh, for starts and sits. Uh, my sit to, to start off with, not too controversial. We already talked about it. It's going to be Lukaku, and this is really a, a sell for me. But if, if you're confident, just roll with it. Uh, we've just seen a whole lot of experts jump off the deep end. Um, this week on the Aguero thing. So if you're confident, do you. And also, I feel like we have to mention this every once in a while. Do Ooh. remember that fantasy is supposed to be fun. Like, I know we get caught up in ranks and everything, but if you like Lukaku, you can own him and then just kind of ride that roller coaster. He's and still he going to end up in the top five. And you could stalk the hell out of him, too. <laughs> you could. He, he invites it. He likes it. He they, <laughs> he, call, he calls it the Belgian waffle. <laughs> 
I'm sure that he does not. Um, but wait, wait, I want to interject on something because I just thought of a joke. Yeah. If, if if a person from Belgium is having trouble picking something, are they waffling? Oh my gosh! And is that a Belgian waffle? Yeah, is that what it is? I or suppose is it- I suppose it would be. Yeah. All right, go back to your yo. Go back to your sits. I wish I had a waffle maker. Waffles are so underrated as a breakfast food. Yeah, and with chicken, forget it. Oh my gosh. I don't know how they do it. There's this place, funnily enough, in uh, Cincinnati called Taste of Belgium. Mm. And it's like, maybe this is how all chicken and waffles is. I just didn't know. Um, but it's like maple syrup mixed in with like hot sauce. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do that all the time. It's incredible. I, I didn't, I had not lived before I had tried that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but getting back to Lukaku, if you want to roll with him, that's cool. Just know. Uh, barely pushing the top five in shots on target these days, as you mentioned, up against Tottenham's defense. Will they keep Lukaku out? Maybe, maybe not. Will he score multiples? Probably not. Um, Tottenham very much in the Ben don't break kind of mold. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm not about this. Also, uh, United's attack is kind of dipping down and chances created a lot of that kind of following McTarian's downfall. Obviously missing Pogba has been a, a, a detriment that I think is finally starting to catch up with them. Um, see so yeah, on the whole, I'm, I'm off Lukaku. If you want to stay on him, do you? Also, Aguero, obviously. Nobody should have brought him in. You shouldn't either. I <laughs> did. I'm sorry. Um, in midfield, you and I were texting about this during the Arsenal match. Everybody, chill. If you want to bring in Alexis, I condone that. Everybody else, let's get a little more information before we start buying in. They did this against an Everton team where the manager was about to be sacked and got to play about half of it against 10 men. Against a team that was already bottom five in defense. So, you know, not exactly the best judgment. Also, like last week when Liverpool tore up Maribor in the Champions League. And it was like, everybody jump on the Liverpool train. They're amazing. Up against Tottenham. It'll be the same. What? No. So just wait on Arsenal. Um, Things clear up for them after the Tottenham match, if memory serves. Yeah. Um, Ar- Ars- Arsenal just made every dead team in in the FPL winners. <laughs> That's so real. Yep. Um, everybody, everybody thought Aaron Ramsey was cheeky. <laughs> yeah, I do like Ramsey in DFS, but in the official game, I I want to see uh, so much more from them. <laughs> so yeah, they have City, Spurs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not great. Burnley have a good defense. Huddersfield have been okay. United, Southampton. Actually, that's a pretty tough run. Never mind. I super don't like. Um, no, Ar- Arsenal's got a tough run. They got they got a, a cheap game this week. Then they play Spurs and Ch- I think what they play Spurs Chelsea the next two after that. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's no good. Wait, did NG. I start with sits? Yeah, you did. What am I, I was doing? Gonna call, I, I was going to call you on. It's opposite day, dude. Just put turn your shirt around and, and jump, jump. <laughs> All right, we'll keep we'll keep just shitting on people. Um, for defenses, I don't like. Uh, I really don't want either part of this Tottenham United thing. I mean, if you have Valencia or Trippier. You can probably get away with it, but I just don't really want either part of that. Uh, could it be nil-nil? Could Jose just decide to not attack at all? It's possible, uh, but I'm I'm just a little a little squeamish heading into this one, especially with the instability of the wingbacks uh, at Tottenham. Um, I guess we'll lead into you with your starts and sits, uh, and then I'll come back with starts later or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay on your stay in your opposite day form. I'll start with sits. Um, I'm complete in agreement. If you're you own a United or Spurs defender. You can't really not play them because they're probably your first, second, or maybe third. If you're, uh, you know, I do have Phil Jones and will not be playing him. Yeah, if you're defensively greedy and you have and a Spurs or United defender is your third best defender, you you suck. I hate you. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't trust anybody in this game. Lukaku could get on, could score. United could score, and very much Kane could score because he's on the road. And even though he broke the home, you know, home thing last week, uh, but yeah, I, I don't trust it. But if you're if you own them, you're probably going to play them because of the you know, the money invested in there. You're not going to be like, okay, I'll start, a, I'll sit a six defender. That makes no sense. Don't do that, please. <laughs> um, in midfield, uh, you know, I you mentioned Hazard before. I don't like the way he's playing at all. He's still he's still a ton to bring in. Still still ten point six owned in four point nine percent of leagues. Um, I, I know I know he's been playing better um, because he's basically been dribbling the ball and then teams have basically doubled him when the time is right. And the assist that he gave, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't fantastic. It's not what we've seen from Ed Hazard in the past. But you want multiple things from Hazard. You need goals and assists. You need clean sheet and you need a bonus. From, from Ed Nazard for him to be warranting, you know, his 10.6 price tag because that's costing you some vital parts, whether it be another expensive defender, a fourth usable midfielder, or a third usable striker to bring in ahead Ed Nazard. Or, you know, I'll even lump Alexis Sanchez into this because the, their price tag basically steals from the rest of your roster. So look at your roster right now and basically take one million away from uh, one of your best defenders. One million away from your fourth midfielder, and one million away from your your third midfield, your third forward. And what does that leave you? That's basically what happens when you want to bring in one of those players. Your team will drastically look completely different, and you will be like, "Ugh, I don't have any viable player options." And there's people that play this game that way, where they just have you know four useless garbage pieces on their thing, and they hit every every seventh week, and that's how they play the game. But you know, I'm just telling you, this is a I like to play from week to week and then maybe three weeks at a time with an eye on the future. But Ed Nazar for the next few, I'm not buying it at all. Uh, on the forward, Kevin basically must have stole my notebook because I have Lukaku as well. Um, this, is a game, this is a game where you want guys who have the possibility to score multiples. United may score, and it may be Lukaku, but they are not getting like six or four or even three. I, if, at most, the United scores two, and, and, and there'll probably be some wonky goal where De Gea comes up in the last minute and heads it in. That's probably the worst guess ever, but <laughs> I'm still saying it. Um, <clears throat> so we'll go on to my starts. Uh, on the starts, uh, Maya Yoshida for Southampton. Three okay match. Cheeky. <laughs> third, third most owned defender on Southampton behind Cedric and Bertrand, yet he's 5.1. Uh the VVD love is starting to come back up with the transfers. He's not there yet. He's coming along slow because he hasn't scored a goal or assisted on anything. But relax, it's going to be there eventually. But Maya Yoshida is the is the sneaky guy. You know, look at his ownership. He's owned less than Bertrand, like I said, less than Cedric Cedric Suarez. See, I know him for longer. I can use the Suarez um, in midfield. It's this is a this is a, a Watford week for me. I like Watford against Stoke at home. Um, listen, I dare you to find a more ownable option at 6.2 or 3 or whatever he is right now than Richarlson. Yeah. Um, he's basically giving you – remember two years ago when Mares was a bargain at 5.5 five to start the year? Mm-hmm. Well, this is Richarlson right now. He's now 6.2. 6. Um, he's giving you ample returns. He came out of the, the hard stretch of their lineup, of their schedule, where he basically faced the two hardest teams they were going to face in like the next three months. And he had a goal against Chelsea. So things are only looking up. They have Stoke. And then they have... Wait, I thought he missed against Chelsea. No. No, he scored. Wait, really? You lie. Am I, am I crazy right now? 
or maybe I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm mixing, I'm mixing up with, with him with the core. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he... He did look it. very good and should have scored twice. <clears throat> he but. had an assist against... He had the assist against, mm. against Chelsea. But he has a goal or an assist in four straight games, three goal, two goals and three assists during that same time. Um, upcoming schedule, Stoke, Everton, West Ham, Newcastle. Next four, then he plays United and Spurs. Um, but that's not till almost you're you're done digesting your turkey. Um, so um, basically, quick question for you: uh, a little yeah. a little mid segment, either or, uh, Gross or Richarlison? Um, listen, when you're make when this is the easiest determination I could possibly make. Look at the look at the table right now. Who's playing better football? Yeah, Watford. Yeah, but I would Gross go, is a bigger part of his team. I mean, that's oh, like absolutely. last year being like who's better, Sigurdsson or Eriksson, and they ended but, up being pretty similar. But the only reason that Gross is a bigger part of his team is because Brighton scores less than Watford does. So True. by by happenstance, Bright, uh, Brighton and Gross are he's more involved because they score less. So if he if he gets a goal or an assist every you know second week or third you know third game when they when they play, it looks it looks shinier because oh he's he's involved in sixty percent of their goals, whereas Richardson's only involved in forty percent. But you know, when Watford's at Watford's outscoring them by what six goals this year, seven goals mm. in in nine games. That's that's a pretty pretty telling, pretty telling stat. And the way Watford is going, you know, their schedule. I like their schedule a little bit better than Brighton's. But um, yeah, Watford yeah. Uh, sixth in goals right now. Brighton, I think, are tenth. If memory serves, yeah. but they're probably separated by like I didn't even look at the stat. It's probably it's five fifteen or six to goals. nine. Yeah, so six, there you go. six goals. So I mean, that's that's you know, that's three quarters of a goal every game. Yep. Imagine scoring three quarters of a goal every game. The ball would be flat. I would be very impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so, managed to score three quarters of a goal. Yeah. So on to my forward. I'm going to say this, and I'm completely speculating because I don't have tomorrow's roster in front of me. And it's funny because I get made fun of. Kevin's making fun of me this whole podcast for bringing in Sergio Aguero. <laughs> but I brought in – I made two transfers this week, and my second transfer is Alvaro Morata. So, if you, so how do you spell Alvaro Morata? R e b o u n d. It's gonna rebound, rebound. Yes, siree. So I know he plays. He, we haven't seen the roster for tomorrow, but I don't think he's gonna play. Coming off the injury, yeah, Batshuayi probably deserves a start as well. Yeah, after that, especially especially when Batshuayi came in late in the game mm-hmm. last week. And yeah, I think Murata is is prime for for a breakout weekend here, um, especially with the city things. He's probably one of the top two or three options from the striker point standpoint this weekend if he plays. Yeah. So. Those are my those are my starts. Reluctantly, <laughs> my my starts are equally reluctant. Um, because one of them, and I'm just gonna be honest, I just need him to do well, and maybe by placing him in this list, he will. Um, <laughs> Jamie Vardy. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. This is probably his last week in my team, but it's, it's his last week in everybody's team. <laughs> <laughs> That's very real because everybody has bigger issues again. Um, he, watching beyond everyone seemed like the end of the season just because everybody had a bigger issue every week. But Vardy has the best shot accuracy percentage in the league right now. He's going to have the new manager bounce in theory, and he's going up against an Everton team whose biggest issue is facing pace. And Mares is finally turning it on, scored again today in the Royal Caribbean Cup. Um, and you got to imagine that things are going to start turning around. I mean, I, I understand... Um, the Shakespeare sacking. He wasn't the profile they wanted to keep. As soon as they hit a, a patch of ice, they were just going to eject from it. But that was a really elongated, not very sensical uh, uh, analogy there. But 
I think I think they're going to kind of turn it around a little bit here. Uh, and as I said, Everton also dealing with a, a new manager situation. Unsworth uh, promoted today to interim manager there. Uh, I I just think there's there's nobody in that Everton defense that can keep pace with Vardy and Mares. I mean, Leighton Baines is a is a decent defender still, but he doesn't have the legs. Um, I don't really trust. Uh, I almost said Maguire, the other one from Burnley. Keen. Michael Keane. Yeah, Michael Keane. Thanks. Uh, Ashley Williams looks garbage as he has for the better part of two years now. Um, yeah, I, I just think if if there's a match where Vardy can do it, it's this one. And if it doesn't happen in this one, I'm probably getting rid of him. But again, there could be bigger issues and who knows. <laughs> in midfield, uh, I just want to re-tip. Pascal Gross mentioned him last week. Uh, showed up pretty large in that West Ham match. Just think he's one of the best bargains as well. I, I think Gross is the provider, whereas Richarlison is more of the scorer. Uh, mm-hmm. Come the end of the season, but I think both of them are excellent values. If if you're one of those people that's stepping down from a high priced forward, feel free to make those your four and five, and then just play matchups because both yep. of them will be valuable all season, and both of them pretty cheap for now, and likely won't be uh, going forward. <laughs> the other uh, midfielder I'm going to mention here is Mohamed Salah. I saw that his price went down, and I could fit him into my team, and I brought him in. Now, I, I tend to be more on the statistical side, and Rob tends to be more on the gut side. Um, but seeing Salah against Tottenham last week just kind of reaffirmed how good he is. The fact that Liverpool are not in the Elk Cup um, makes me more confident in him starting swamp, this weekend. Swamp cow. <laughs> swamp Elks. Um, <laughs> um, makes me confident that he'll be able to start at the weekend. Um, and so that's why I'm, I'm planning on bringing him in anyway. Um, he's, uh, top five in both goals and shots on target. And the, the short term matchup, uh, isn't too bad. Um, this week, Huddersfield's defense has been improving. Um, but on the wings is really where people are able to get at them. Uh, and I think he, he may be able to undo them. And he, you know, we saw last week, even against one of the best defenses in the league, all he needs is one run to come off. And he scores, um, kind of Vardy esque in that in that sense. <laughs> but also, you look forward uh, for Salah, kind of like City. It it looks pretty nice, basically through uh, just around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Huddersfield, West Ham, Southampton, Chelsea's obviously a toughie. Stoke, Brighton, Everton, West Brom, Bournemouth. All of those clubs have an issue. Like Huddersfield struggle in attack, but they can defend pretty well. West Ham can attack but can't defend. Southampton can defend but can't attack. Chelsea are fine. Whatever. <laughs> Stoke can't really do either. Brighton can defend, sometimes attack. Everton can't do either. West Brom can only defend. Bournemouth can only attack. Like, there's issues here. And bringing in a midfielder benefits that because, obviously, you're, you're kind of going both ways. Um, and all those, all those one points could add up if, if Liverpool can get this defense right, which could be as simple as just getting rid of Lovren forever. Um, well, did, didn't, he just room, didn't he just remove himself? <laughs> he he kind of did, yeah. Also, uh, speaking of uh, him and removing things, uh, apparently he removed Liverpool FC from his Instagram page yeah. after the Tottenham match. I, I have not checked that. I don't even have Instagram, but... <laughs> that would be amazing. Nor, nor would you follow Dejan Love. <laughs> of course, I would not. That is correct. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm 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 aboard the Salah train, and him dropping in price just kind of made it more alluring rather than detracting. Uh, for defenses, I like I I mentioned City. You just kind of have to own a City defender now. Sorry about it. Um, 
you really need to own a city and a United defender, but because of the Tottenham matchup this week, I'll, I'll give you a, a week long reprieve on that. Um, but I love City. Uh, I think Chelsea versus Bournemouth could be an opportunity for them to get better. Bournemouth have failed to score in two of their last three matches. Um, so if Chelsea could keep things tight, as I mentioned, as Pilaqueta, uh, could be a really tempting option. <laughs> and, you know, there have been some weeks where you've been on this West Ham defense and I've just had no idea what the hell you were talking about. Not but, anymore. I'm done now. They're dead to me. This is the week you're done against a team that's literally scored twice. I'm kidding. No, they, I love them. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they could babysit my twin twin daughters, Mame <laughs> and Biram. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, if Crestwell gets the start, which he did not last week, he got replaced by Masuaku to <laughs> poor effect. Okay. Um I think he he could be a fantastic option. I I don't really trust the rest of them to be honest, um, but they, that could be such a sneaky option this week if you're playing week to week or or if you're playing other formats. Um, they'd be really good for start and sits or for uh, DFS. Um, oh, I don't worry. Crystal Palace is going to rebound from losing four to one today. Oh no, they won't. There is almost nothing in this team. Like genuinely, it's I, no. I don't know. It's How Zaha. this team got this bad, but seriously, it, Townsend has regressed. Punchin has been bad for about 18 months now. Kabai yeah. is just a lunatic now. I don't know if you saw his challenge last week. <clears throat> I could see I could see Andres Townsend being sold in January to like a top flight championship team coming up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, um, Rafa still thinks he can make a player out of him, so I wouldn't be surprised if he got shipped back up to Newcastle, but... Yeah, there is not much in this this Crystal Palace team to like, unfortunately. And right now, I cannot think of a way that they stay up. I mean, they've already switched managers, and as you said, lost 4-1 today in the Cup. It's not a good time to be a Crystal Palace fan or a fantasy owner that has any Palace players, um, which is I also shift uh, <clears throat> what my assumption is. <clears throat> I'm going to shift off. Uh, Loftus cheek and upgrade him while downgrading Lukaku. But yeah, Here, here's here's a funny thing: the most ownable f- Crystal Palace player right now is probably Julian Speroni because he's four dot oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, he started last week over Hennessy. Yeah, and, and he sat and he's, yeah, and he's, and Speroni st- sat today. So four dot four dot goalies don't grow on trees. Yep. And Speroni still a really good shot stopper. The rest yep. of it, <laughs> it was either neither there or has regressed with age. But the and his actual name shot sounds stopping. Like a, and his name sounds like Italian ice cream. Or an Italian beer, Peroni. Yeah, but it's Spumoni. Spumoni! <laughs> Good. That's my, that's my secret password when I go into like a, like a, a Dutch uh, brothel. Spumoni! Word? How's that, how my, does that work? That's my give up word. They don't, know, they don't speak English, so they don't know what Spumoni is. Huh. Great. <laughs> um, on to our teams. I kind of just alluded to it. Uh, my plan is to go Lukaku to your boy. Mama Birm Duf and rotate my third forward instead of my fifth midfielder, then upgrade Ruben Loftus Cheek to Mohamed Salah. Um, like I said, it, it looks like I can do it right now. Price changes have already taken effect by the time we're recording this. They may have yeah. changed again by the time you're listening. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm planning on doing is, uh, bringing in Duf and Salah for Lukaku and Ruben Loftus Cheek. I want zero part of any Crystal Palace player ever again. Zaha could sneak his way back in there. Maybe yeah. Ben Teki when he comes back, but uh, not for now. Um, there's, yeah. there's just no reason. They have two goals. No. It's real bad. Uh, who are you uh, targeting this week? Oh, you already did it. You already uh, brought in. Thanks. Thanks, Jerk. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I, uh, I went ahead and jumped on the early because I wanted to 
I wouldn't have been able to do it with the moves that I had, so I had to take advantage of the money. Uh, I went from Lukaku and Jesus to Morata and Aguero. Um, yeah, boys, my face red. No, uh, who who did you? I, uh, who was the other player you got rid of to bring in Morata? Uh, Lukaku and Jesus. Mm, gotcha. So, so I basically just did a, a like for like, like for like, big money, big money, big swaps for for <laughs> for Smokey. Um, yeah, and I paired them up with. This is the last week for for Jamie Vardy for me. Um, I will unless be punting. he scores. Yeah, like, unless he scores. Right. You know he's going. You know what's going to happen? He's going to score. Oh yeah. Because this, this messes up my whole bringing in ma'am, uh, bringing in Duf and then upgrading to the midfield or adding another defender. Oh my gosh, am I going to have Duf in my team before you? Yeah, but how does hey, that make you feel emotional? I, I never said that I am a good doer. I'm a good sayer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you have yeah. the best words? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I don't know. But that's that's my moves I made. I went Murata and Aguero, and I did it early. Because I wanted to, to reap the benefits of my my bounty. <laughs> and uh, it's going to blow up in my face, but I, I don't care. Uh, it's just a week. It's week 10. There's 27 weeks to go after the – or 29 weeks to go or whatever it is. I'm bad at math. Um, <laughs> so, Should be 29, yeah. right? Because it's mass yeah. week. 10. 10. And you whatever. count. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to move on to captains. Um, Infant, <clears throat> infantile. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do the move I've already been talking about this throughout the show, and I think I said that I've already done it because I, I was filling it in on my app and then got yeah. distracted by the stupid extra time in the city match. <laughs> but um, assuming I bring in Salah, gonna captain him against Huddersfield. If I for some reason don't, if he gets hurt tomorrow in the match they're not playing, um, then I have a toughie because Silva is definitely gonna play, so that makes him interesting. You don't want to bet against Kane in this form, but you don't want to bet against the United defense. Um, so I'd probably go Silva, but that's one of the reasons I want to bring in Salah is it, it gives me a good captain option this week. Cheeky, if you wanted to go Vardy versus Everton, I, I listed out why that should be a good matchup, um, but it would be hard to trust him. But last week, I said it would be hard to trust Kane with the captain. He got two goals and an assist. So if if your gut's pulling you that way, maybe just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Captain for me is... You know, I'm just gonna put a captain on Aguero and a V on Murata and see what happens. But I could be cheeky and just go with David Silva because I know he's gonna definitely play. Yeah. Do you, do you not want to put your V on somebody else, like in case? No. That sounds terrifying. I'm gonna stick my P on the V of Murata. <laughs> I did see somebody last week that had uh, Aguero as their captain and Jesus as their. Wait, no, yeah. it was a uh, Lukaku. Wait. It was oh K- no. No, it was uh, Jesus and Raheem, St- uh, there Raheem it is. Sterling. Yeah, Raheem yeah. Sterling. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's real sad. Um, <clears throat> all right, uh, that should do it for us today. Uh, to everybody in the States, enjoy watching the dang World Series. It's about to come on just as we're about to click off. Um, people in the UK, uh, you know, watch something else like darts. I don't really get it, but you know what? Do you? 180! Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> a thing that could be shouted. Um, all right, Rob, why don't you tell the folks so they can get at you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FPL underscore MNOP, or you can find my writing, stylings, and musings on rasball.com. Yeah, and I'm your other host, Kevin DeVries. You can find me on Twitter at Kevroth. Uh, I also write for goal.com. You can also 
find both of us on, uh, wait, this is the FPL Roundtable, but also on uh, DFS shows for both Fantrax and for VIPbet.com. So be sure to check them out as well. Oh, also on the uh, full EPL Roundtable, EPL Index family, uh, the Championship Roundtable is now on tw- uh, on Twitter, at Championship Pod. Uh, be sure to give them a little bit of love as well. They had some great stats going on today about the championship clubs against the Premier League clubs in I ran out of things to call the Caribou Cup. So anyway, uh, best of luck to your teams this week, and we will catch you next time. Peace.